Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Number two of Visa's Primetime Action live from the South Point here on the tip of the strip in Las Vegas. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight. Uh, if you're new to the show, again, we're not just watching sports and commenting on sports. That's mainstream sports radio. We don't do that, although we have little asides from time to time. Uh, we do everything through a betting prison because we're actually making bets. We will never tell you that we are making a bet that we are actually not. Uh, and if a bet is available to you in your jurisdiction and it's not available to us, we will sometimes recommend that you go ahead and make bets. Uh, and sometimes we bet live. By the way, there's a baseball game that I'm eyeing, namely the Rays game, which I might make a live bet on later, but we'll get to that uh, when that time arrives. In the meantime, updating all the scores, here's Kelly. Yeah, let's start with the uh, with MLB in that game. Red Sox Rays 1-1 bottom of the third. Live odds not currently posted. The Rays with two men on, though, no outs. Guys at first and second. I got my eye on that. I got the overnight. Uh, elsewhere, Nationals leading the Phillies right now. One to nothing, bottom of the third. Nationals minus 230 live. Phillies plus 185. Here come the Nats. Here, here no. they come? No, right. not a thing. Not a thing. How's your 70 no. to 1 doing? 80 to, 80 to 1. Don't shortchange me. Uh, Marlins and Mets scoreless, bottom of the fourth. Mets still uh, is a minus 220 live favorite, though. Marlins plus 180 and three and a half the total. Blue Jays up on the Orioles. There we go, Gil. There one nothing, bottom of go. the third. Uh, Blue Jays minus 450 now live. Blue uh, Orioles plus 340, seven and a half the total. 
A's with a 3-1, to one lead over the Tigers in the bottom of the third. A's minus 350 live. Tigers plus 270 and nine and a half is the total. And now is here time for your comedic uh, segment of the day as I'm going to update tennis <laughs> and uh, do my best on these names. Thanks, Thank you. guys, for helping out. You're welcome. We've got uh, Fabio Fognini and Vasic Popopsil. Oh, in- my God. It's Fabio Fognini and Pospisil. That's like the easiest one you're going to get, too. Like, so you, you, Fonini was like, you should have gotten. Well, we're in like, the fifth set there. Uh, let's see. We've got. Uh, <laughs> we're in the fifth set. Fonini? Fonini. Fonini, yeah. He's up four to one in the fifth, okay? There you go. And uh, mm-hmm. he's minus 1,000 live. Papasville plus 500. Pospisil. Marco, oh boy. Cecinato. 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 He is trailing Zachary Savaja. Savage. Savage. Uh let's see. That's uh one one right now, but Zachary Savage is up four two in the third. <laughs> Savage minus one eighty live. Chechenato plus one thirty five. And then we've got uh let's see here. We got uh Jensen Brooksby there and you. Michael Yemer in action. Oh uh Emer. Emer. Uh-huh. God, man, I thought I was gonna get one. Yeah. All right, uh that was seven five Brooksby in the first and six two Brooksby in the second. Mm-hmm. Live numbers currently not up. Some guy named Novak Djokovic is up against Holger Rune. I, you got me on that one. Nailed it. I'm going to take a win yeah. on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Novak takes the first set. He is down 3-2 in the second. However, he is still minus 20,000 to win this live. If you want to get in on Holger, you can get a nice 12-1. to one. Over on the women's side, let's keep it rolling. <laughs> Sorana Kirstia. Sorana Kirstia. Okay. Uh, versus Veronica Kudermetova. Nice. Nailed it. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Sorana. Serana. Serana. She uh, won 7-6, lost 3-6, up 5 nothing. looking to close that one out. Lauren <laughs> Davis nailed it. And Victoria <laughs> Tomova? Uh, Lauren Davis is very good. <laughs> yes. No, you got Tomova. Nailed it. Yeah. All right, that's in the third set here. Davis up 5-2. to two. And then we got Christina Buxa, Jill Berlin-Teichman. Jill Teichman, yeah. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teichman up uh, two. She's up 6-3, 5-3 in the second set there. All right. Uh, Misaki Doi and Storm Sanders. Well done. Nailed it. Uh, let's see. Misaki Doi took the first one 7-6. She's up one nothing in the second. Doi minus 380 live. Sanders plus 260. Allison Risk. And Anastavia Pavlovichenkova. I was waiting for that one. That was close. close. Yeah. She's a bigger name. I actually know uh-huh. that one better. Pavlovichenkova won the first set 6-4 in the second set right now. She is minus 2,500 live. Risk plus 800. Carolina Muchova and our girl Sarah Soribes Tormbo. Uh, Tormbo f- up 4-2 in the first. And Gil, I'm running out of time, so I'm going to toss it back to you. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Well done, Kelly. Good effort. We won't do that again, but good effort. Gil Alexander, <laughs> Matt we, Brown. We will not do that ever, Kelly Villan, ever again. It's be since primetime action. That took way too long. Wow, you, guys, you guys were so encouraging beforehand. Uh, and then, no, I guess I didn't know that it was going to take all five minutes we, and 17 seconds. We thought seconds you were just going to highlight just a few of yeah. us. Uh, no. uh, you never know what people are betting. Come on. No, that's true. You really don't. You it's, really don't. It's true, and, and that is... You know what? You know what? I take back. Good, good job, Kelly. Good on you. <laughs> I, I, even, I even stopped it. Man, maybe the toughest one. Liudmila Samsonova? Yeah. 
Never Pretty much. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. You know, one of the things that we were talking about yesterday about the uh, about these these chants for that were going on whenever Bryson was going to swing or whenever he was walking around, all yes. things like that. And then, sure enough, then it comes out today that they are going to look into that as as potential as potentially you know fans being unruly and that they'll they'll ask him to leave. You know, and and there are a lot of people who were coming out who were saying you know I even saw some of the golfers who were joking about this saying like oh you can't call Bryson a different name so if you call me. John Daly, then they're going to get kicked out or something and all this. They need to stop. And it's like, you know, it's all fun and games until it's happening to you. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. you know, like, you're, like you're, you're not worried about it because it's not happening to you every single time you go to take a swing and all this. And, you know, it, this is one of the, the – golf has embraced gambling. It's one of the one of the sports that came out and one of the first things they did, oh, yes, we're going to embrace this. They partnered with companies. They did all this. I mean, they're building a DraftKings sportsbook. TPC, you know, at TPC Scottsdale for crying out loud. This is a thing that I think as a as a company and, and as an organization, yeah, man, look, you gotta you gotta get out in front of this because this is definitely something that if you're gonna embrace gambling and you're gonna take that in, and they ran special you know, gambling broadcasts during some of these tournaments a couple, you know, yep. during this during the season. And this is something that could affect that moving forward. So just get out in front of it and say, like, hey, guys, look. It's over with. Don't do it. We're gonna have to kick you. Don't make us kick you out. Just, just be normal, right? So, I mean, be normal. Man, I agree. We talked about this yesterday on the show. Like, I do think it's at this point of potentially getting out of hand, and it's, and it, it's a little scary. It is a little scary. I think you know, Bryson uh, having to run in with a fan after that, after the mm-hmm. tournament, right as he was walking off, kind of, kind of got more details on that. Um, and, and we talked about this yesterday. It could blow up into something ugly. I just don't know if the solution is. To tell, like, okay, it's a bunch of drunk people that basically are children. And we're basically telling children to stop saying this word. And, like, it just feels like it's obviously going to encourage more people to say it because, like, they can't stop. It's like, what what do I do if I tell you the one thing you can't say is this? They're going to say it. You know what would stop this? For Brooks Kepka to show a little bit of class and just say, knock it off. I, like, I, I think that would help more than yeah. what the tour did today. Mm-hmm. I also think, I also think, like, if the tour wanted to do this, to me, it's wait a few weeks. You're about to play, you're about to finish the tour championship, and then it's going to be, golf's going to be out of everybody's mind until the Ryder Cup. Like, I think so, I think so many fans would have just kind of forgotten it, gotten over this with golf out of the center stage for the first uh, or for the next few weeks. I don't, Matt, that, that was kind of what, what I took away from it. Today, like I just don't know. They need to do something. I just don't know if that was the it, right statement. I started reading into this a little bit more just because I, I've I've actually changed my opinion because I you know if you guys remember I was kind of the one saying like why is it in, in golf that it, every other sport like yeah, there's seventy thousand people yelling and all this stuff like that and then I started reading into this a little bit further and so you know how rowdy it is at TPC Scottsdale mm-hmm. right. Well, I, I was reading this article and and they were talking about how a lot of the guys. If you if you guys remember, and now I I remember this vividly because I've watched the tournament for every single year, they'll get up there to the tee box and then they'll tell all the guys, yeah. to, they'll tell the crowd to start singing because if everybody's yelling, then it's just one sound and sure. it's, and 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 you don't like so the same when I'm sitting here saying like well a field goal kicker's got to kick a field goal with seventy thousand people screaming miss it you know whatever but like it's seventy thousand people screaming miss it so it's just one. One noise. It's just one sound, right? Well, that's why they get all these guys to like pump up because they want everybody screaming because then at that point, there's not one singular thing right. that you're going to hear or pick out or whatever because they know that that hole is going to be ridiculous. They know that hole is going to be so rowdy and so crazy. And so 
I get it now. I'm like, you know, if there's a bunch of noise, it's way easier to just kind of tune that out right. than the quiet and then the one guy yelling the the, the thing or something. Well, and so and, I've, yeah. I'm backing off of my I'm backing off of my opinion here that I'm like, hey, get over it and like, you oh, know. Oh, I didn't even know you had that opinion. Well, I was yeah. saying, how come is it, why is it in golf? Oh, you know, this huge thing. Just whenever, what you said. Right. Because if there's if there's a backswing and it's one voice. Or if there's a toss on a serve and there's one voice, hey, Novak, right? It is just mm-hmm. what you said. It is just the it is just that much more distracting mm-hmm. than a din, mm-hmm. if you will, of noise. You know, a din of just sound that you can't make out, ambient noise. It, it is a it is a bizarre, interesting dilemma though that the PGA Tour finds himself in right now. It is. It's like I, it's not it's nothing we would have ever predicted sitting here two years ago, year and a half ago, even. And I like again. It kind of all started, and you're kind of like I was at least. I was like, this is good for the sport. Get a rivalry going, like with two of their be- most popular players, best players. But it, it like we talked about this a lot on the show yesterday. It's like at a scary breaking point. And I, I, yeah, I, I you don't know, know. How, you know, how your teacher used to say, it's all fun and games till someone loses an eye. Right? <laughs> right. It's it's all gonna be fun and games till one of these golfers charges somebody. And and Brooks might not Brooks. Uh, Bryson might be that dude at some point. Mm-hmm. He might just snap. And we he, no one wants that. No one wants that. Um, well, you don't need a malice in the palace on a golf course. No, you do we not. We do not need that. No. Yes. And again, and and I'm 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 happy that you guys are coming around to this. You, you Matt, because it's it just I can't stand the the ultra machismo take of yeah, just you know, tough it out. It's just that's not the sport. These sports are different, you know, uh, for all the reasons stated. So, um, I think you're right though, Kelly. It is a it's a dilemma because you want hyped crowd, but on the on the other hand, there's always yeah. going to be somebody. Uh, let's go to the NFC East again. We did 32 teams and 32 shows in the National Football League. We were doing this all the way back. Kelly checked when we were in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals in the NBA. That's when we started. And we got through 32 teams. There were some vacations in there as well. Uh, and now we're just going, we're reviewing division by division just to start, sort of take snapshots. Yesterday it was the NFC North. Today the NFC East. Once the NFC Beast of the 80s with the Giants and Washington uh, and Dallas in the early part of the 80s. Sorry, Eagles, you weren't part of that. Uh, and then it's kind of been the NFC least. There's been a different winner in this division for the last decade and a half. Washington, the defending NFC East champs. But the Cowboys are the short shot, plus 150. By the way, I've just completely forgotten about Hard Knocks. I, just, I watched two episodes and I forgot it even existed. Plus 150, brief aside, sorry, I was trying to think that, not say it out loud. Cowboys plus 150, Washington's plus 200, 2-1. Two to one. Giants are 4-1 to one and the Eagles are 5-1. to one. This, I believe, is the most bunched up Odds of any division? Am I correct in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't even have to look at it. Yeah. I think definitely. Yeah. Uh, and the win totals are are the same. Nine for the Cowboys. Talking about same being as bunched up as any division. Cowboys are at nine. Washington eight and a half was up from eight. Uh, Giants at seven. Eagles six and a half. So the 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 highs are not highs. The highs are not high, and the lows are not low. And then the yes no playoffs. Uh, Cowboys are virtual coin flip. Little bit of money on the yes. Little juice on the yes. Uh, Washington, no is at minus 175. The yes plus 135. Giants, Giants fans, yes plus 225. The no minus 300. Eagles not too far behind in the seller at plus 275. Yes, minus 350. No. And then to win the NFC in the Super Bowl, that's when it gets a little, you know, funny. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the first bit of advice I would give 
on this one is is don't bet yes no playoffs in this division at all and just bet the team to win the division because I don't think there's going to be two teams come out of this division. I mean, the way that the NFC is shaping up right now with how ridiculously stacked the West is and, you know, could one of these teams in the South end up being a little bit better than we think? I mean, there's just I, – I think it would be a very, very, very rare scenario in which one of the teams – in this division actually makes it as a wild card. So I would not be betting any of these yes-nos. Or, well, you can bet the no, but I would not be betting any of the yeses to make the playoffs. I would just bet them to win the That's division. That's a good point. Because good point. there's probably not going to be two teams come out of this division. I can't I can't really fathom a scenario where there would be. Um, let, me, let me just, uh, just for giggles, let me push back on that a bit. If, take your NFC East division winner, all right, whoever that is, let's say it's Washington or Dallas, based on the numbers. Uh, Tampa Bay, let's just say the Rams, because we all love the Rams. And then uh, let's say Green Bay since they're the short shot in the north. Mm-hmm. So then who are the three wild cards? Remember the three wild cards now. Is it Minnesota and two teams from the west? Yeah. Would and be my guess. My or yeah. or one of the one of the three teams in the south ends up having a much better season than I Yeah, I put project. the I put the Falcons in. Yeah, like so yeah. either either Falcons, Panthers, or Saints, no. any one of the three of those ends up having a much you know, having a better season. Than I thought here. I mean, and it's, I could be wrong, but it just feels like to me that if you're, I think these teams are all going to, I don't know if anybody's going to sweep this division. I think there'll be, you know, ones and ones all over the place. Cowboys win one against Washington, lose one against Washington, you know, Giants end up stealing one from one of these teams and all that. Like, just because there's not a ton of separation. There's separation in units, but there's not separation in these teams, right? Like, there's separation in the Cowboys' offense and the rest of this division. There's separation in Washington's defense and the rest of this division, but there's no like team wise, hugely, you know, big, huge separation. I think the big, the biggest single point about this division. And when thinking about betting this division, and this harkens back to when we went through this team by team back during 32 teams at 32 shows is that the NFC East, the schedule has made it so that these teams play each other a lot late. So, Washington, for instance, in one of the strangest NFL scheduling quirks of all time, plays the Cowboys and the Giants each twice in three week spans. So, no, pardon me, Washington, they play Dallas and the Eagles twice in three week spans, and then the Giants to close things out. So, five of Washington's final six games, five, their, their last five games, pardon me, yeah. five of their, of their six division games are the last five weeks of the season. So, the way I think to play this this division is to wait. This is the beauty of betting markets now where they are adjusted throughout the season by shops like DraftKings. You wait till after a week 13. Say a team like Washington is, I don't know, they have a buy in there, so that's a 12, that's a, what 12 of the 17 games in. Let's say they're six and six or five and seven, mm. but you think to yourself, this team's about to win this division even at five and seven because they got five games against division opponents, and I just think they're that good at this time of year. So you will get them at a much more favorable number than you would now. I think that's the optimal way to play this division. Now, the ship may have sailed, right, yeah. if Washington ends up being great to yep. begin with, and you won't have that opportunity, but you have to be okay with that. Yeah, and, and again, I... I I think your scenario plays out far more often than Washington just I running too. away with I yeah, too. with running away with everything. Yeah, look at the. By the way, if you want to predict this right here, look at that. The exact finishing order and good on <laughs> DraftKings for having this. 
But like, could you imagine the the NFC West? I think would be an impossible thing to try to figure out. Oh yeah, the one, two, three, four. That this, I don't know. Maybe maybe not impossible. Those are all pretty decent numbers too. On the right, your this bang for your buck. This is the top end, obviously. There are like 24 permutations oh, sure. of this, obviously. I wasn't making all those into a graphic. <laughs> there's, a, there's an Eagles, Giants, right. Washington, Cowboys <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, how much does that pay, by the way? I'm just curious. Let me look it up. Back, back uh, bottom to top. Would you play any of these, Matt? I know, let's just say you had a, uh, you didn't mind keeping your money. Yeah, locked up. I mean, yeah. I, I think it would probably be that second one. I think so, too. Washington, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. I think that would be the the way that I would go. Um I think this Eagles team most likely finishes last in the division far more often than it than it doesn't. I mean, I, I'm I don't dislike Jalen Hurts at all or whatever. I just think that we're we're in a division here where proven quarterback in Dak Prescott, proven quarterback in Fitzpatrick. Say what you want about Daniel Jones, but he's not that much worse than whatever the version of of Jalen Hurts is right now, and and probably a better overall roster there in New York than it is in Philadelphia. So I think whenever you look at that, I think, you know, they're last more times than not. And then I think that the other three teams, I guess it wouldn't surprise me any other, any order of the other three teams at mm-hmm. all. Other than if, if the Eagles, if the Eagles won this, div- yeah, <laughs> we're going to be sitting here at the uh, end. The Eagles won this division. I'm just going to, I'll give up doing predictions or something. Like I, that. Uh, your longest shot. Oh, beautiful play. Red Sox. Yep. Let that ball fall. Just more, more rays come in to score. Sorry. Uh, your the longest shot on that would yeah. be Eagles. First Giants. Second Washington. Third Cowboys. Fourth only pays 80 to one. That was what I, that was the one I asked for 80 to one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's no fun. Uh, so before we go out, because we only have a couple minutes here before the break, let's talk about the Giants for a second, because a lot of people, Giants mm-hmm. fans here on, on MSG Plus who are watching tonight, and I, I will, I'm not just saying this for the MSG Plus audience, I think the buzz both to the good and to the bad on the Giants this offseason has been the most interesting of any team, maybe, because there was a really interesting groundswell of support for the Giants from some pro betters Mm -hmm. that we live amongst here in Las Vegas. They were sort of an in-vogue team. Oh, watch out for the Giants. They're going to be a lot better than you think. And that gave way to actual guys who actually played the game, like a Jeff Schwartz, uh, like a Bryant McFadden who was on our show, who were like, what are they doing not playing Daniel Jones during the preseason until the end? What are they not doing playing some of their key players? Their offensive line is going to be terrible. What are they doing not giving them reps? So we've heard both sides of this. Where do you stand on them? Yeah, I mean, here I, can't, I hate saying this. It seems like the easy cop out here, but I think this team goes as far as Daniel Jones takes them. I mean, like if you look at the talent around him now at this point, the talent is there, especially after they've gone and gotten Galladay. They draft Kadarius Tony. They've getting they've got a linebacker pass rusher now in, in Ojolari. You, you re-sign Leonard Williams. Dory Jackson's now in town. I mean, there is talent on this team. For sure, it's just can Daniel Jones kind of take a, a a leap here, you know, in his third season? Because as a rookie, there was a lot of promise there, and then it was just this regression in year two. But I'm kind of taking the regression with all of these players in year two with a tiny bit of salt because no preseason, weird COVID season, not a lot of pre, you know, not a lot of work with teammates and things like that and all that. So like maybe the cohesion is a little bit better this year. Maybe these teams, maybe these players that you looked to take a year two leap because of the weird season, it's more like a year three leap being able to do that. So, uh, you know, a lot of pressure here on Daniel Jones, a lot of pressure for him to 
to, to protect the ball a lot better as well. He's too, way too many fumbles, and just giving away possessions like that is something they can't Way do. too loose with the football. Uh, Washington, besides that interesting scheduling quirk where I think you could play them before the last five weeks of the season and get a really good price on them for their vision, the reason they might not be that good up until that point, the most rest days combined of opponents this year is on their schedule. So coming off bye weeks, that kind of thing, extra rest. Washington gets the worst of that. Uh, we'll talk AFC quarterback season totals, and we'll talk golf with Rick Gaiman a little later on this hour. It is VEASAN's primetime action. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. It is Visa's primetime action once again from the beautiful South Point Hotel, tip of the strip. If you've all, if you've been to Las Vegas, Nevada, by the way, I should say this, uh, and you're thinking to yourself, where is that South Point? It is, uh, you know, the south part of the strip is largely considered to be Mandalay Bay, 
And if you just uh, take your motor vehicle, whether it's your uh, your ride share or a car you're driving or however you're traveling around Vegas. If you rent you, one of those little three-wheel things. Yeah. You know, like whatever. Those, we see people riding around those, all the time. By yeah. the way, you can't look cool in those things. You no. just can't. Oh, but every time you see one, you're like, I kind of want to drive one just one time. I kinda, like, every time I see one in one of those things, I'm like, I, I kind of want to drive one one time. Director Dakota says they're called a slingshot. Oh, there we go. Uh, there we go. Thank you. And yes, they are. Now that he's, uh, I've seen it written on the. Thank side you, of Director them. Dakota. Yes. But if you take your slingshot, you go yeah. past Mandalay Bay, uh, and you know, the slingshot might take a little while, but you get to the south point. <laughs> right. That's where we are. That took two minutes. All We're right. about five miles south of Mandalay. Yeah, five miles south of. Yeah. All right, maybe take the freeway. Or a slingshot. Or just South Las Vegas Boulevard. Or a slingshot. Or your slingshot. Yeah, Las Vegas Boulevard. That's a, great, that's a good drive. It's a scenic yeah, drive. it's scenic. There's the boot barn. All kinds of things you can Maybe scenic. we'll take a slingshot to the penalty dinner that I have to buy for for losing the for losing the for losing the thing. So I'll I'll, so Kelly, well, I'll go get a slingshot. I'll show up here, yeah, and we'll just all pile in. Matt we'll is be re- a, we'll be three bros in a slingshot, <laughs> and like we'll just go down to our to the penalty dinner. Matt is referring to his finishing third in our year long golf one and done. He has to buy dinner for all of us. Do we get to choose where dinner is, or if we already Kelly. decided? Kelly, where'd you decide? I'm going to cut. Oh. Sorry, I didn't get consulted on that. Okay. Uh, there it is. Kelly Bidlin. Why don't we show it again, Kelly? Look at you just destroying us. I was a winner. I thought I got to choose as the winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are the winner. Yes. Of course you are. Yeah, that's right. You are the winner. Uh, okay, let's update the baseball scores because uh, the Blue Jays, anytime you're ready, Blue Jays, just blow out the Orioles. Yeah. We'll, we'll be happy about that. Yeah, we're waiting on that one, Gil. It's yeah. one nothing top of the fifth. I think I just saw a spectac- spectacular diving catch by an Orioles outfielder. So uh, thanks, that guy. Uh, Blue Jays. <laughs> Thanks, that guy. Blue Jays minus 500 live. Orioles Excellent. Plus, plus 375, five and a half. The total A's up on the Tigers, still three to one. That came into the bottom of the fourth now. Rays up on the Red Sox, seven to one. Definitely should have just played the team total over in that game, uh, yeah. Gil, as I told you before the show. Seven to one, top of the fourth. Live total, 13 and a half. If you wanted to get in live, you can get 20 to one on the Red Sox. Uh, Indians up on the Royals, one to nothing, top of the second. Uh, Jason was on that, right? He was on Cleveland tonight. Yes, he was on Cleveland, yeah. They are minus 140 live now. Royals plus 110, eight and a half live total. Rockies and Rangers scoreless. That game in the bottom of the first, but a couple games just getting started here. Pirates and White Sox scoreless, bottom of the first. And Cubs up one nothing on the Twins in the bottom of the first. All right. Um, And that in-game bet that I was thinking about making a little later. That's sort of going by the wayside because the Rays are Yeah, you needed low scoring early, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no no in-game coming. Um, and then in our tennis bet, I uh, know we won the first set anyway, uh, Kelly. So uh, we're up the first set. Uh, we're up one set for those who bet alongside of us with Sara Sorribes Tormo. Now a minus 525 favorite in that one. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? It sounds like what's going to happen is I'm going to hit – Two legs of my three-leg parlay with the over in Tampa, uh, Tampa, Boston. Here, the tennis bet gets home, and then the Orioles somehow win. That that feels like what's going to happen tonight. Let's not jinx the tennis bet. If you don't, I I, uh, I had two match points in a in a match today and lost. Oof! Remember that one night I came in here, I had six match points with uh, Jessica Bagula and lost. Yeah, it's just, that it's was uh, the yeah. last point. Is the hardest point to get. That was about the most down I think I've ever seen you. Oh, I was so bitter, yeah. so bitter. You know what? You know what really 
really get your spirits up there? Riding in a slingshot. You can lose two best buds. Yeah, you you can lose all the tennis bets you want to. We pop in that slingshot and we're just riding down the strip to the penalty dinner. Hey, it's going to be is that, is that the prime time? Just turning group? heads everywhere. Yeah, just turning heads everywhere in that slingshot. Uh, the Mets um, for Y'all Mets fans. Kidding. Uh, no, no, no. Don't think you're kidding I'm at gonna, all. I think I'm going to get one. <laughs> the Mets won the uh, first of a doubleheader with the Marlins this afternoon in dramatic fashion in the ninth. Um, a two-run sort of bloop that got it home to uh, win for the Mets. Uh, now the Mets are trying to sweep the doubleheader with the Marlins. They're up three to nothing. The Mets just cannot be content with success. Now the Marlins making noise in the top of the fifth. So as Kelly said, three to one now, second and third one out for the Marlins. And, you know, I bring this up just because people have left the Mets for dead. They sweep this uh, within five and a half of the number two wild card. Like, it's not the... Still a lot of games in a month. They they gotta get a lot of games in a month. You do. But you gotta get to 500 first before we can totally take you seriously. And so they would still have to creep up to 500. But just, you know, just let you know. Mets aren't dead yet. But they would like to get out of this inning that's for sure all right we'll come back we did the nfc quarterback props uh three markets yards touchdowns and picks we'll do the afc next see if there's a bet to be made or two or three next on vsin's primetime action Now that the NFL preseason is kicked off and now concluded, it is in the books. Just three weeks. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Ladies and gentlemen, there are nine days till the beginning of the National Football League season. The guide is only $19.99. It's available now, and it is worth it. Believe me. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access. Get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Have you uh, made a bevy of week one plays yet, bets? I'm not. The only one is just that over in the... uh in that uh, Panthers-Jets game. Right. Over 43, which I think is still out there maybe in some a couple of different places. Uh, I know it had ticked up to 43 and a half at a couple of, at a couple of shops. I, I, th- I think a lot of people were kind of seeing the same thing I was, that this Jets offense might be just good enough to put some points on the board, but that defense is going to be atrocious. Looks, and, like, looks and like 44 and a half pretty much everywhere. 44 and a half? Yeah. Oh, well, all right then. Do you... Believe that what you've seen from Zach Wilson will translate. Yes, I actually think that the big arm and the way, he's going to make he's going to make the big arm mistakes. That's when they like mm-hmm. the guys with the big arms always have more confidence in their big arm than maybe translates to actual you know on the field, especially when they're younger. But I think it's going to also make for some some pretty big uh, some pretty big plays for this for this Jesse. And again, the defense is going to be terrible, so I think they score some some points. And then the the Panthers, I think that offense is going to be fairly serviceable. You know, with with Darnold, we, I'm not the Darnold. We talked about it's like 
We don't really know what Darnold is. We, we, never, don't. we have no we don't idea know. what Darnold is. Like He's never had a functioning offense with a functioning coach with any talent around him. Well, he's got all that now, so there's no excuses. If he has a horrible season, then we at least know what, what Darnold's all about. But, I mean, you know, there's. I think that they should be fairly competent on the offensive side as, as well. So, man, a point and a half that thing has moved already. Hey, uh, don't look now, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, this kid is up in a second set tiebreaker. Uh-oh. By a mini break, he was up two mini. He was up. Uh, he was up two mini breaks. Now he's up one mini break on Joker. But we were just saying off air. We're like, we would love to finish this show tonight and then go home and watch one of the most cataclysmic upsets yes. you will ever see at any sport. Ever. I would. We're a long way from that. If you're wondering, saying. we don't have Djokovic futures. So we do. We're like, yes. Please lose. That's right. We're like, please just go ahead and lose. Just Wait, get out of there. That's right. Spoken like people who have Medvedev <laughs> futures. Um, I think that's a. I think that's an interesting point before we get to these AFC quarterback regular season totals in in three different markets. What you just said about Sam Darnold, football, of all the sports, like basketball, talent is going to win out in the end. Mm -hmm. If you're good, you're good. doesn't matter what coach you play for. By and large, your talent is going to come through. But quarterbacks, there are so many quarterbacks in our lifetime that we think of a certain way, and I have no way of proving this, Mm -hmm. but it's because of who they ended up with, what organizations, and what series of coaches. So what I famously say as a a guy who grew up uh, as a Washington football team fan is that I said Peyton Manning had been drafted by Washington, had a different coach and a different coordinator every year. He never would have become Peyton Manning. Now, maybe Peyton Manning would have been okay because he has pedigree and he would have been all right. But he never would have become the Peyton Manning that he became. I have no way of proving that. You can let the hate wash over me, but I firmly believe that because there's so many quarterbacks that we think, oh, he was a journeyman, he was this, because they were in the wrong situation. And some guys end up in the right situation. So take a guy like Sam Darnold. The jury is still out. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. People want to kill Tua. We don't. Yeah. We certainly don't know what we have in Tua. The, the other thing too is that some of the some of the national media is jumping on. We did. They don't listen to our show. They didn't. They didn't get it from us. But some of these people are starting on this whole Fields in Week Four thing. David Carr oh. being David Carr being the biggest one who was saying, mm. "Take it from someone who got destroyed as a rookie yes. behind one of the worst offensive lines you've ever seen ever." He's like. You do not want to put him out there against the Browns and the Rams and his first two of his first three experiences in the NFL be looking up at yes. the, look, uh, looking up at the sky. By the way, David Carr is a perfect example of what we're talking yeah. about. The, I, I can't prove to anybody he would have been a better quarterback, right. but I'm telling you, he would have been a better quarterback. Right. Yeah, he been went in like else. the worst situation yes. ever. I, yeah. I mean, you could almost say that about Matthew Stafford, right? I mean, like spent in it, like it, oh, basically an entire career in Detroit, and like we kind of know what he is as a player, but he never found team success. And now we all think he's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, they never had they never had two aspects. Like it was like they never had a defense and an offense. I mean, he, you know, he had some players around him there for for a while, but yeah, he never had both sides of the coin. But it was just interesting that, of course, David Carr of all people, of he, all knows, people. he knows. He's, knows. Like, he's like, look, yeah. you don't throw him out. He's like, I know Nagy is going to catch all kinds of hell because he's going to because he's not going to put him out there. He's like, I am positive he's not going to put him out there. Like all these people yeah. saying, do the right thing, Bears. No. After the Patriots have done what they're doing, do the right thing, and it's like completely different scenarios. Yeah. Completely different scenarios. There goes those too many breaks, by the way. All right. <laughs> AFC quarterbacks. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, no surprise here. He is tops in passing yards among AFC quarterbacks, 5,050. A full 500 yards more than Josh Allen in these markets. He's also five touchdowns clear of Josh Allen in this market with 39 and a half. And, oh, by the way, he's got the fewest interceptions on the board, eight and a half. Just one fewer than, how about this, Derek Carr of all people, who's at nine and a half. 
Uh, so in between Mahomes and the bottom of Zach Wilson, and it's no offense to Zach Wilson. Obviously, he's a rookie quarterback. Um, but Trevor Lawrence is a little higher up there in the market because you figure he'll be throwing the ball around the yard with the Jaguars. Is there a bet you like here? And I'm guessing you're going to go Joe Burrow here. I, I, yeah, I mean, we have to just assume health. That's what we do here. I have Burrow closer to 4,600 yards, um, and mainly because, again, bad team, tons of weapons, going to have to throw all the time. We have to assume health. If we if we if we just go with the injury thing, then we would just bet unders on every single you know every single quarterback. So we can't just we, we're assuming health if we're going to bet an over. And um, yeah, I mean he's just defense is going to be horrible. So and so many weapons. Arguably the best four like you know starting four wide receivers that you, that you could possibly have in the NFL. Um, if you look at the if you look at the kind of overall unit that he's got to throw to here. So yeah, I like that. I mean the Mahomes number is is. If you look at the perfect scenario for him, I actually kind of – it's over that, but not by much. It's kind of like in that 52-75 range for, for Mahomes. So it's not really bettable because, again, he could sit a game. I, I think it's very it's very possible that he could sit a game if they end up, you know, winding, winding, wrapping this thing up a little bit closer to time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I like Burrow. And I think the other one that is – again, I've, I've talked about this is, – is, is Baker. I mean, I just think that when you look at this Browns team – understand yes you have Chubb yes you have Hunt and yes they were a little bit more run heavy last year but he came pretty close to this total last year in a 16 game season with three games that were nearly wiped off the the map because of of weather concerns I mean there was two super high wind games and one that was in a monsoon so I kind of like the Baker over number as well I think there's some you know again 17 games as opposed to 16 games you get Odell Beckham back that never that never hurts when it comes to throwing, throwing football Gil. so Baker over is your favorite yeah. would you say of the bunch probably Probably the probably my favorite with Burrow a pretty close second. Okay, I like those. Uh, a set point and Holger Vitus Nudscuff Rune, an 18-year-old Dane, has even things up with the world Bouncing. number one Novak Djokovic. We could have drama. <laughs> Night session, U.S. Open. We'll talk golf next, though. Uh, this is a great tournament as well. 30 down to 30 in the FedEx Cup at the Tour Championship. It's next right here on Veasan's Primetime Action. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Now is the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy. It is right around the corner. Got to get your contest entries in your pocket. The VEASAN Pro Football Guide is here to help you with all of it, though. Our VEASAN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas, so they know of what they speak. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contest as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide today for only $19.99. Or get VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Let's talk some golf. Uh, let's bring him in. He's the host of the First Cut Podcast and founder of rickrungood.com, or you can find him on Twitter at rickrungood, and I'm here to tell him that is grammatically incorrect. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rick Gaiman. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate it. We obviously want to talk about the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup. We want to do that, but first, let's harken back to Sunday and the absolutely riveting conclusion of the BMW Championships in Owingsville's Maryland uh, with the mano a mano between Patrick Cantlay and Bryson DeChambeau. And we were sort of throwing this around because I guess there could be betting impact if this is allowed to to fester. But Bryson DeChambeau, obviously uh, testy with fans during that uh, final round. And this is not the first time this has happened. The whole rivalry with Brooks Kepka informing much of this. Do you think that there, that there will be, first of all, do you think that there should be some stop to this? Do you think there will be some stop put to this? I think there has to be, and uh, we heard from the commissioner, Jay Monahan earlier today that they're going to start ejecting fans uh, who yell out Brooksy and who can basically do anything to, quote, you know, impact the play. And, and really, there, there has to be an end game at this point. You know, there was kind of a natural conclusion, I, I thought, at the U.S. Open where uh, they could have been paired together, Brooks and Bryce Kepka, under the, under the guise of, hey, here are our last three U.S. Open champions, uh, along with Gary Woodland, and, and those guys could have played together. Nothing would have come up. Of it, and it would have been the natural conclusion to this rivalry. Unfortunately, without that, there really is no end date, and you can see how it impacts Bryson. Uh, Bryson's playing partners uh, have have also come out and say, like, wow, he's he's under a lot of, of, of stress and issue and everything that's being yelled at him over the course of uh, an event. So, yeah, something has to be done, and I think the PGA Tour uh, is starting to realize that, and they're going to start to eject fans. Rick, we take a look here. Go back to May. PGA Championship T8, the Memorial, cruising to a victory. Of course, we all know what happened there. U.S. Open win. The Open 
T3, Northern Trust, third outright, last week, T9. I can get John Rahm at 6-1 to one without the starting strokes against a field of 29 other players, one of which who just got out of the hospital with double pneumonia. Tell me the reason why in the world I would not bet John Rahm at 6-1 to one against 29 other golfers when literally a handful of guys have beaten him over the last six months. I, I just don't even – this seems too good to be true to me. Wasn't he five to one last week in a field that was, you know, twice the size? I mean, you're you're right. It's it's a really interesting dynamic. And and John Rahm uh, starting from four shots back of Patrick Cantlay, uh, that's plenty of wiggle room, right? That's plenty of motivation. You know, you can't bet Cat- Patrick Cantlay without the starting strokes because his his motives and his goals don't align with us as the better. But John Rahm's do, or at least the fact that uh, if he goes nuts and he wins this event with the starting strokes, he st- starting strokes he's very likely to win it without so you can take the extra few points you can get the longer number and you can get the guy who has been by far the best player on the planet for the last couple of months it's not particularly close and John Rahm uh, is someone who has all the motivation all the incentive and all the game to go around Eastlake right now okay this seems like the proper time to sort of give a little clarification to the listener or the or the viewer who's like wait what are you guys talking about you talk about two different <laughs> markets here okay so there's the tour championship which is its own 72-hole golf tournament. It's 30 golfers playing. Um, you can bet on that like you would any other golf tournament. And what you're suggesting, Matt, is that in that, John Rahm is 6-1. 6-1 to, one. Six Why to wouldn't one you bet without him? the starting strokes. Without the yes. starting strokes. Then there's the FedEx Cup. To win the FedEx Cup, which is the staggered leaderboard, if you will, where FedEx points have determined that heading into this final tournament, that Patrick Cantlay, with his win last week, he starts at 10-under. A two-stroke starting lead over Tony Finau, who was eight under, and then Bryson DeChambeau, who obviously uh, finished in that six-hole uh, playoff. Uh, he fell to Patrick Cantlay. He starts three strokes behind Cantlay at seven under. John Rahm six under, and so on and so on down to to even par. So that's a separate market where Tony Finau two strokes back is seven to one. Is there a bet? Obviously, the Rom six to one to win the the Tour Championship as a regular sort of no starting strokes golf tournament seems like the best bet on the board. Is there one to win the FedEx here? Is it Finau or is it anybody, Rick? Uh, it is Finau. That's the one bet that I've made thus far. Listen, I think that there are probably five golfers who can win the FedEx Cup. It just becomes a really difficult math problem for the rest of the field. As much as I love Rory McIlroy and how great he has been at Eastlake, he's starting at two under par. For him to make up eight shots, and not just eight shots, but to do it on some of the best names and the biggest names in the world of golf, it's going to be nearly impossible. So I think there's about five guys who can win this. And the one with uh, the real value odds is Tony Finau starting just two shots back in second place when this thing kicks off on Thursday morning. And the big thing with Tony Finau is he made uh, both a putter switch and a putting grip switch at the Open Championship. And since then, he has been lights out with the flat stick. In fact, it's one of the best, uh, you know, four tournament putting stretches of his career. So if if he can continue that, uh, considering that's been the one thing that has held him back over the years, if he can continue to roll the rock in, if he can continue to hit it as well as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, that seven to one number is very juicy for a golfer who is already in the thick of it uh, right out of the gate on Thursday. 
Rick, who are a couple of guys further down the board? And let's just take the, the starting strokes out of it. So let's just say without, we're just going to go with the performance on the course straight up without the starting strokes here. I mean, we've seen Sam Burns make some serious runs, just hasn't been able to put four rounds together. I mean, it seems like he's always having two awesome rounds and two just okay rounds, which gets him in that top 10-ish range, but never quite making a run at it. Victor Hovland, same type of situation where we've seen him kind of have a couple low rounds and then a, one round that kind of falls off. Is there anybody further down? I mean, you're getting those guys, again, in a field of only 30 golfers where we're looking at, you know, 30 to one on Sam Burns, 25 to one on Vic Hovland. I mean, these are guys that are good off the tee. We know you got to be good off the tee here at East. Like, I mean, I, I kind of like some of these guys down the board here. If we're looking at, you know, longer odds, just at this straight 72 without the starting strokes. Yeah, so do I. The one that I've kind of focused on is Daniel Berger. He's kind of in that mid-20s range, and he has everything going for him. He has the skill set. He has not lost strokes on approach, a very important stat, uh, since the Phoenix Open. That was like seven months ago. That was earlier this year. Uh, he has uh, plenty of room to grow, and what I mean by that is he's starting at even par. He's going to go out there with the mentality of firing at every single pin, uh, taking on all of the risk possible for all of the reward because he certainly has nowhere to go but up the leaderboard but I think the big thing, gentlemen, is this is the last uh, the last week that he can really imp impress Captain Stricker and potentially make the U.S. Ryder Cup team. You know, the wins from Tony Finau um, a couple weeks ago and Patrick Cantlay last week, that, that has solidified their spot on the U.S. Ryder Cup team, and it, it puts Daniel Berger in, in an absolute bubble situation. So he has a lot of incentive. He has a lot to play for. His game is sharp. I think he's the one that if you just start everybody at zero, he could come out on top of that leaderboard. You know what I've taken away from this? I'm still bet I'm betting John Rom. It's <laughs> all it's all I keep coming back to. Uh, last thing, this has nothing to do with this weekend, but uh, obviously the one major where we have months to ponder is always the Masters, right? Because uh, it is in at the beginning of April. We have all off season, all winter to think about it. It's obviously the most handle in the betting market because of that length of time. The other majors don't have that benefit, and I just sort of you know all these months in advance. Random question: Have you ever been more confused as to who would win the Masters no, it, it is a testament to how deep the game is right now. And just in the last couple of months, you know, who are the guys that we thought were the best player in the world? We thought Justin Thomas was the best player in the world at the Players Championship when Jordan Spieth uh, starts making this great comeback this year. Now he looks like he's the best player in the world. Oh, by the way, Colin Morikawa's winning majors left and right, and John Rahm is is bursting onto the scene. I mean, there's just a, a plethora of golfers that on any given week could be by far the best player in the world, and we're seeing that. And it, it keeps golf in a, in a really good place but handicapping these events on a weekly basis or even as far out as uh, the first full week of April, uh, nearly impossible. It is a toss-up at this point. It is. It, it occurs to me that it's just, you know, we you have an idea headed into every Masters every year. Like, oh, I'll you know, these three guys, these four guys I'm a bit on, I just throw them all up in the air at this point. <laughs> um, we have much, much time to think about that. This should be fun, though, the Tour Championship this weekend. 30 remaining golfers all vying for $15 million. Uh, Rick, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. At Rick Run Good or rickrungood.com the uh, host or the co or I should say the host of the first cut podcast and the founder of rickrungood.com the people in the DraftKings market out there John Ron, I mean we, we keep saying about how how much how high we are in him it's even money for a top 5 there's 30 it's even 30 golfers five. yeah it's even money for a top 5 finish it's there's 30 golfers even money he's one of them so you only got to be 29 there's 29 golfers without the starting strokes yes yeah, without the starting strokes yeah 
Like without a top five finish without the starting jokes is even money. Gets a little gets a little funky when it's top ten. It goes to minus two eighty five. But yeah. top five is even. And again, to win it six to one, always shop around for the best price. But man. I'm heavily invested already, John Rahm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it might be more. It might even be more by the time we talk tomorrow. I'm already heavily invested. I might be get even more. Cut to heavily. a shot of, of Matt on Sunday. I really need John <laughs> to finish in the top five. Yeah, I'm gonna be digging into this more tonight. I, I haven't placed any bets, but yeah, I mean, me and you, when we first saw those odds yesterday, it was like, wait, really, Rom? Like, I, I mean, I the, my reaction when I first saw odds yesterday was the exact thing that Rick brought up. Where it was like, wait, he was plus five fifty last week when there was twice as many golfers. More than twice as many the, golfers. Why? Why? Am look, I obviously, it's a, no, it's a no-cut event, guys. There's four rounds guaranteed for mm-hmm. these people. Yeah. And, like, I know that you look at these starting strokes, and sometimes it seems intimidating or something. But, like, just look back at just last week. Cantlay and DeChambeau were 27 under. If we just go just to T6, where Dustin Johnson and Sergio were, they were at 20 under. That's seven-stroke difference, mm-hmm. like, in these in a tournament. Like, like the, there can be big differences that went over the course of four days with these golfers. And so it's not crazy to think that any of these guys, I think four, like four strokes, you know, at, at four under or better. I, I don't think it's crazy that those guys can come and win this. Make sure you know which market you're betting yes. this weekend in golf. That is the biggest thing. Don't bet the market you don't intend to bet. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus joins us next. We'll update all the baseball scores. Uh, Blue Jays, you're killing us. Speaking's <laughs> primetime action. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.